to the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 308 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, nobody listening to the podcast is going to probably notice the difference, but we have a complete new podcast studio in a box uh, this week. Um, yep. And so far, it's already malfunctioned once, which is not good, considering how much I spent on it, but... That's all right. <laughs> Right now it's working, so we'll see. So if there's a little, if there's any little hiccups or anything, guys, that you hear, it's probably because of that. But it should sound better if nothing else. So I don't know. It's easier for me. We'll take it. Yeah, we'll take it, man. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I mean, I like I. You know, from what I could tell, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a nice setup. I, Looks professional. My setup over here is the same. <laughs> so. <laughs> if oh, we man. can't be professional, we can at least look professional, James. That's right. Darn right, man. I Darn think right. that is the the motto for the uh, Craftsman Truck Series as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they yep. don't look professional either. Uh, we'll get to that, right? <laughs> that, yeah, boy. That was a weekend. Well, the whole weekend, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, man. Well, James, it took us an extra day, but the 2024 season is officially underway now. The Daytona 500 is in the books. The NASCAR Xfinity Series has started their season. The Craftsman Truck Series has started their season. The Arkham Menard Series has started their season. Uh, it's race season now. Um, of course, we go to another track that's going to be a crapshoot this weekend in Atlanta, but we'll get to that too. Uh, I guess let's start off, James. We, like I said, we postponed the race till mon- till 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 Monday. Um, the decision was made pretty early on Sunday to do so. Uh, the Xfinity race was also postponed on Saturday to. Um, right straight to Monday morning and then push back till after the, uh, after the cup race on Monday. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? I, I was pretty happy with NASCAR making a nice early decision on Sunday that they weren't going to try to get that race in. What do you think? Yeah, I think they definitely, I mean, we knew, <laughs> right. we, jo- yeah, I mean, we did the podcast last week and we were, we were already planning. Yeah. I think I tweeted, I tweeted about it too, cause they released the schedule and I said, uh, I want to include Monday on that. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, you know, and I think it really helped them too, um, because the crowd really showed up. Yeah, and it, it, gave, it gave NASCAR a, a lot of you know heads up, like the fans, a lot of heads up going into the weekend. And I think too, people travel on vacation for the 500, so um, good turnout. I think Jeff Gluck's podcast, they were talking about a guy from Michigan came down um, on on Saturday, knowing that there was a lot of rain, he thought he could get a ticket. So uh, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, there's a few people maybe you got in that, that wouldn't have had a chance to. It looked good. It looked like the Daytona 500 to me. Yeah, I agree with you, James. It was a it was a really good crowd. Um, nice to see uh, fans show up to the track on a Monday. Um, you know, here's the thing that surprised me, though. Uh, if and I get people had travel plans and all that stuff and they already stayed an extra day. But if you had a free ticket to the Xfinity race like an hour later, wouldn't you stay? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I know it was late, but man, long. I might have stayed for a little while. I would have stayed for that whole whole thing. You couldn't have gotten me out of that place. Well, here, here's what made me laugh about here. Here's me laughing at you just for a moment. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see you tweet at all during the, the 500, but there was a flurry of activity during the Xfinity Series race, which I it cracked me up. I was like, man, he is active. So the, the, the reason for that was because I watched the in, almost entire 500 delayed. 
because we were, I got so you. We, I figured we were on vacation this weekend. We were out of town. Actually, the weather worked out for me perfectly because oh, yeah, I got to watch a yeah. lot more live than I expected to. Um, yeah. I did watch the truck race live and the and the Arca race live. Um, minus the last 10 laps of the truck race because we had to leave where we were. And I went back to the Airbnb and watched the end there. But uh, but yeah, the, the cup race, I started late because we were still on the way home. I started about hour, hour and a half late, and it took me most of the race to catch back up. So, uh, but yeah, the Xfinity wow. race was live for me. So <laughs> that I, was great. I posted plenty during that. Plus, I was annoyed with some stuff. That helps, too. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. After after all the wrecking and craziness of the weekend, I was I had. And plus, I spent the whole weekend with my kids and my family and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, confined in it. We were in Airbnb, so it wasn't as bad as like being confined in a hotel room. But um, yeah, I was irritable. <laughs> well, so. I, I tell you what, I, I was with my kids uh, by myself all day today. So um, <laughs> you you got me a you got me at, the, at a primo primo we're, headspace today. We're, we're so. in a good spot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get you. Yeah, we're on the same page. So James, you and I both have picked William Byron, right? We both picked William Byron to win our championship. You picked him, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I, I had no choice. So the year but. of William Byron has begun already. Uh, and William Byron has won the Daytona 500. He's the newest Daytona 500 winner. Um, champion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Only- this is the, You don't win this race. You're a champion of this race. Yes, I had this argument with somebody earlier today. I said, this is the only race where you're, you are a champion. Well, Indianapolis 500 too, but yep. yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Only NASCAR yeah. race where you're the champion. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I looked at the notes. We both have Byron winning the title. So we're, we're good. We got him in the playoffs as of right now. That's so, good. uh, so that's, that's good. We're doing great <laughs> so far. So far we are winning <laughs> our 500 picks, uh, did not pan no. out for us, but no, they didn't, but they were close. They were close. Yeah, they weren't terrible. They weren't terrible. Um, does this tell us anything? It's a 500. I mean, this is the first, like, realistic competitor for the championship we've had win the 500 in several years right yeah it's been um yeah it's been a minute i mean hamlin hamlin won yeah. what 2020 um but that one was that one was weird too because we had the newman thing right um but yeah it's been since then it's been mcdowell and and ricky stenhouse um so yeah i mean this is I was really glad to see someone of substance take this one. Not that not that the other ones are any less meaningful, but it's it's nice to see somebody who, who was just in the championship four, who was one of the featured players in the document in the Netflix doc. Yeah, that's really uh, good that was for nice. them too. Yeah, I thought that was good synergy all the way around. Um, and and I was, I mean, there's a handful of guys I really pull for, and get Byron getting it getting it was awesome. That's yeah. the first time I've been kind of pumped to see a winner in quite a quite a while so um yeah i was pulling for him there at the end i was scared though when the caution came out i know we're going to talk about it uh i was scared i thought it was bowman there for a second because i i was like oh <laughs> byron got it and then bowman's out there i'm like well wait maybe it was bowman i hope it wasn't bowman <laughs> so that, oh, that was that late crazy. restart it was looking pretty good that we were going to get a new daytona 500 winner because i think the only one we had up there was cindric and everybody else like the top 10 nobody had won the 500 before so yeah it was it was a it was a uh jostled for for yeah. sure um and then you had ross out there just just blocking <laughs> i mean on brand ross chastain blocking the daylights out of the track um and and i thought 
I I thought we were gonna we were gonna get a couple more cautions um the way that thing was panning out but but uh yeah I mean <laughs> we got the caution I guess at just the right time to uh to get the race in well before so. we before we get to Ross let's go you you put a question out to me on Twitter and I'll, I let, I'll let you read it here you can go for it and we'll we'll discuss that first so go for well, it James yeah so you you wrote it down differently than I phrased it but I thought, uh, I'm pretty sure I copied it word like literally cut cut and pasted it but anyway. My, my question was who you got for the next 10 years, William Byron or Ryan Blaney, Ryan Blaney off the championship. You know, you've got that on your resume. Uh, but my, my question was, you've got 10 years looking ahead, 10 years, whose career are you going to want? William Byron, Ryan Blaney. Cause William Byron now has more career wins than Ryan Blaney, which is interesting. Um, I just, I, are you expecting this that? to be a hard, hard question for me to answer? I wasn't. Well, here's why here's why I wanted to po- pose the question. Yeah. So if you take Ryan Blaney, right? You've got the championship in your back pocket. You're you've already got you've already got one, right? You're hoping that William Byron gets gets a championship, right? You you've got to at least to get that or is he you know, my thinking was maybe now, he's Denny Hamlin, in, right? James in in the in the Winston Cup era. Yes. Yes. The, yes, yeah. you, you would have to get that championship to be in the conversation. I mean, right. Mark Martin is a rarity in the cup, the Winston Cup era of a driver yep. who doesn't have a championship that can still be considered one of the top guys. Denny Hamlin, too. Yes. Yes. Yep. And, and, and Although Denny, Denny Hamlin's Hamlin, less of his career was in the Winston Cup era than Mark Martin. He never. Was, of yeah. Yep. He was next to Cup and on. So, yeah. yeah, really, it's it's really it's it is Mark Martin. Um and and that's that's pretty much it. He 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 was the number number you know, what, what what's the what's the saying? I would say the best to never get it done. Right. Yeah. The best to never win. Champ- it's it's between Mark Martin and Denny Hamlin. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. I will say, I mean, this is to me, this isn't even a tough question. Even without a championship, William Byron, I think, still is going to be the guy. Um, I think yeah. there's more potential yeah. for William Byron. William Byron's got a bigger runway still. I think. He you does know? 90 less. Yep. 90 less starts in his career. He's a little bit younger. Yeah. And Blaney yeah, just I, Blaney does not strike me as a guy who's going to go out there and, and have a 10 win season. Um, right. He's going right. to, he, he'll, he, could he win another championship? Sure. Yeah, he could, but he's going to click off, you know, three wins a season, maybe uh, in a good year. Um, Kurt Busch style, right? Kurt yeah. Busch style where you get one and two, one maybe, and two. Maybe even better than Kurt, but that I think Byron's the type of guy. Byron is, he's the Jeff Gordon. He's the Jimmy Johnson. He's the guy that when he That's, lights fire, yep. he's going to be able to win six, eight races in a season. And I know it's yeah. really a lot tougher to do that now than it was five years ago, 10 years ago. But I still think that, that that's, that's coming for Byron. Not to mention yeah, he's in that 24 car and we've all been annoyed with that 24 car for winning too many races in the past. It's going to happen again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, uh, that's the reason I wanted to pose to bring the question to you because I found it. I always find those types of discussions kind of interesting because the game has changed a little bit and, and you're right. I mean, that's kind of what I was getting at when I, when I asked it to you was Ryan Blaney may end up, may end his career with 20 to 25 career wins. Let's say, let's say, yeah. Um, you know, and, and like I was saying, maybe, you know, maybe for whatever reason, it doesn't quite happen for Byron, but he gets to 60 wins, but he never gets the championship. Like that's the, that's the bet you make right now. It's like, okay, you've got, you've got the biggest prize in your back pocket. Now you've got a guy with a Daytona 500 who's building that Denny Ham. He's, 
kind of building that Denny Hamlin type resume now where the wins are starting to come. He's got one of the big jewels now. Um, you know, he's, he's going to start. I, you, you and I are on the same page. I think this guy's going to be the guy who pops off five, six, uh, a handful of times, kind of like Kyle Bush did where Kyle Bush was rattling off big seasons there for stretches. And, and there'll be some stinkers in there from time to time. Um, but I think you're looking at another 15 years of, uh, shots at a title. Yeah. Um, coming. I that that's the trajectory William Byron's on. Danny Hamlin, Kyle Bush, Joey Logano. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the group right there. And and Joey Logano's on the kind of on the lower end of those guys where he doesn't have all of the wins. Um, but he's got the big ones. He's got the big wins. He's right. got the championships. Uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of the argument. You know, Blaney may never get another shot at it, but he's got it. You know, right. And I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, I I think we're on the same page there. I, I mean, I again, I think there's just more there's more upside to Byron going forward. And obviously, the this this is one of those conversations that we could be completely wrong with. Yeah. Um. You and never I, know. You never know who's going to light fire. Um, right. But right. but I think just looking at what we've seen so far, um, you and I have both been pretty high on William Byron, and I, I you know, I've been. I've been lukewarm on Ryan Blaney. I didn't. I mean, I honestly didn't think Blaney would get the championship, but. Well, I, um, I, cra- I crapped all over him yeah. last year in the, in the playoffs and he just kept grinding and it's one of the more impressive, like, you know, more, one of the more impressive championship runs because he, he just refused to go away and then hung around all the way to the last race. And, and I think, you know, the one thing with Blaney and, and I'm, I'm waiting to see it. I thought we'd see it by now, but um, I thought his, his star would be shining a little more brighter than it is, but he's also not that kind of personality. So, um, but neither is William Byron. He's pretty reserved. I think the Netflix show kind of showed that. Yeah. And the, the I think the other link, you know, obviously is the, uh, the Aaron Blaney situation. Right. These guys are going to be, these guys are going to be linked in more ways than one, uh, for quite, for quite some time, I think. Yeah, definitely. They're going to be rivals, but in family frenemies, you know, as they go. So yeah, could be family too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. Uh, we, you started talking about Ross Chastain, uh, Ross Chastain makes the move, makes the risky move. Um, trying to, what was, what was the line I just saw on, uh, what did he say after the race? He said, he he took the gap and he failed or something like that. Um, (laughs) what's, give me, give me your (laughs) thoughts on, on, uh, on the move, uh, almost fine. Yeah, never mind. The quote's not here in front of me. He, you, you, you said it pretty close to accurate. It was he had a shot. To, basically, he said I had a shot to win the Daytona 500. I'm gonna, I stayed in the throttle. I shot the gap. Yeah. Um, did he do anything wrong? Was, I mean, did he do anything wrong there? I mean, obviously he wrecked. So yes, in the long run. But honestly, like decision wise, was it a bad decision to do what he did? On brand for Ross Chastain, it the the move lacked. The move lacked patience in my opinion i think it lacked I, finesse that too the i don't problem, think there was a gap here's the problem with patience though james the problem with patience is is there's no such thing after you cross the line I for the white flag could not agree more with you and cory lejoy said it i think cory lejoy nailed this he said i was in line for the daytona 500 i don't know if this will happen for me again i don't know if in that situation with one lap to go if i'm ever going to be there again so in that instance, you cannot fault Ross Chastain for for being as risky as possible. Um, it it 
<laughs> to me, like I, I can't armchair quarterback these guys. Like, yeah, right. it's easy for me to say, yeah, yeah, be patient, man. Stay in line. You get, you get. If you wreck you know, you now, know what you makes don't... me stop armchair quarterback quarterbacking these guys is the video, the slowed down video of Ryan Blaney hitting the wall in the duels in car cameras facing the driver. Yeah, that yeah. when that he hits like that, driver. I'm like, oh my god! Or any of any video of any of these guys letting go yeah. of the steering wheel at 190 right. miles an hour when they're heading towards the wall. Right, right. Because <laughs> my body would be going, oh my god, and holding on as tight as possible. <laughs> Oh, I I think I'd be gone. I think I'd be gone. Uh, that that might have been. That might be the end of me. Um, my Eric, my my I guess devil's advocate for Ross here is you wreck you wreck you wreck there, and you don't get it. You don't really get to. You're not letting it play out. You're not taking the chance to let it play out. And I can see you going both ways, right? You go for it. And that's Ross. He's always going to go for it. I'm not going to fault him for that. Um, but if Ross has a history of never showing any patience, I think if you show some patience there, you can at least get through corners one and two and see what you got down the back straight away. I think you can, I think this is a situation where you can fight. You can continue the fight. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to lob a grenade in there and, and blow it all up right there. You can continue to fight because you still have a chance. If you're not there off of turn four, you don't have a chance anyway. You got to make it that far. I think he jumped the gun just a little bit too early. What does Dale Jr. say? What is the advice that Dale Jr. gives to restrictor plate to drivers in restrictor plate races? When you've got to run, take it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If, that's. I don't that's think the hard this. Part. I don't think this race makes it off turn two, and because of you know that, what? I don't think there's enough time for Ross to recover if he lifts. I think he made the right choice. It was the wrong choice but I think it was the only choice he had. We saw of this move, and this is the first thing I thought of, on Thursday when Blaney crashed really, really hard. Yeah. It was the same situation. Mm -hmm. Just the 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 momentum, everything was building up a little bit differently, but you had, you had Byron jump to the high side and bog everything down, and things triggered. And in this situation... Ross had a massive run. It wasn't it wasn't that Byron really bogged anybody down, but he jumped to the high side. Ross had a massive run and, and tried to, to take a lane that wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and you know, he crashed one way, Blaney crashed the other way and, and hit the wall a ton. So um I, you know, it's it's a racing deal, man. These guys make split second decisions. You, you know, one of the cool things Fox did during the broadcast was they showed the hundred yard markers. I mean, Erica, you see how fast these guys are 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 going across the football field. That's, right. Yeah. You don't have you don't have a whole lot of time. You, I mean, you got to stand by your conviction and you got to make that move. And you got to stand by it. And yeah, I can I can uh, pick on Ross anytime I want to. You know, he gives me <laughs> he gives me plenty of material, but I'm not going to I'm not going to dog him here. You know what I mean? This is right. again, this is your shot at the Daytona 500. And like Corey LaJoy said, man, you may never be in that spot again it's very you know you get one shot at this thing a year um and you've got 500 miles to get to a point where you've got that shot you've got to survive all the way through you got to take it and that's why i think why we see so much calamity um you know guys aren't gonna lift they're yep. just gonna go for it so ross chastain causes the wreck after the white flag race finishes under caution um another race that ends based on somebody pushing a button 
Um, yeah. A lot of debate on social media, as there is every time this happens. Is this how the winner of the biggest race of the year in NASCAR should be determined? Remember when the 24 car won the Daytona 500 under yellow? <laughs> yeah. With uh, with Terry Labonte and Ricky Craven, and, and they were all three wide. Yeah. Remember Dale Earnhardt? Did he did he cross the checkered flag under green or did he cross the checkered flag under yellow? Yeah, he crossed the checkered flag under yellow, but he raced back to the line. Yeah, right. But what's the what's the problem? I mean, you can't race back to the line here. What's the problem? Well, know. well, James, I saw a suggestion that we paint a line on the back stretch. Oh, and when we wreck on the front stretch and the caution comes out, they race to that line. <laughs> yeah. Well, OK. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah. Right. Doesn't it? Jeez, oh, Pete's man. The thing is, is there's just we're never going to get it right. There's this is the best. This is the best we've got. Um, I don't want to see a race finish under caution, but once they get to the white flag and the race, um, yep. I, I used to be a big proponent of, you know, do the ARCA thing. And if they if they cross the, fi the finish line and the caution comes out, let's let's run one lap. But forget that. This is this is fine. We have unlimited attempts until we hit the white flag. And once the white flag waves, it's over. Um, yeah. Yes. Is it a, it's, is it a, is it a letdown? Yes. It's a big letdown to not see us race to the finish, but this is the closest to racing to the finish that you're probably ever going to get in the Daytona 500 anymore. It's just so frequently, it's not going to come to the, to the start finish line because this happens and short of, you know, something that automatically triggers the caution. Now I will say, that NASCAR's inconsistency with the caution throwing causes issues because we saw later in the night that they didn't throw the caution in the Xfinity race. Um, right. And they did let them race back to the line. Not that it mattered in that one, but that being said, when a car, which was Austin Cindric, I believe comes up across the track in front of the field, you got to throw the caution. I don't think it matters because nobody's lifting, but you have to throw the caution there. NASCAR is going to get criticized if they don't. So, yeah, exactly. You can't, you cannot hold it yeah. for any, I mean, you can, <clears throat> you can give them a second to see if the car's clear out of the way in the front straightaway. But if you hold that thing and then light it up in turn three, for example, yeah, you're going to get killed mm -hmm. if something, you know, I don't know, let's say <laughs> for just for an example, let's say Chase Elliott gets a massive run yeah, and he's, he's on the high side. He doesn't have the lead. All of a sudden, he's in the lead heading into turn three, and you throw it. Yep. That's going to cause a major, major problem. You've got to be on it. And I think it was as fair well, that's as the possible to get those guys if, racing hard. If you know that you're not coming back around to the start-finish line, you, you have to throw it when you know that, that you're ending it. Because the longer you wait, the more it looks like you're waiting for a certain person to be out front. Yep. Um, and, and what? what have we argued about, about the yellow flags many, many times? Yeah. It's not the yellow flags should not be for show. They should be for safety. Yep. Right. That's the number one thing. I guess my only and, argument would be maybe in the Xfinity situation, then they should have just thrown the caution. Right. You know, if yep. cars are turned around on the track, throw the caution, but right. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's time for us to stop sitting here and second guessing the decisions that are made in a, in a fraction of a second in the tower when everything, right. everybody's okay. You know? Yep. Um, yep. I don't know. I I don't think. I mean, I didn't hear a driver complain about when the caution came out. Uh, the drivers understand. Yeah, drivers it's super understand. speedway racing. This is what you're gonna get. And I yeah, saw and Alex... I saw your buddy Nick Bromberg had something out there today about um the increase in wrecks and how NASCAR could throw make a rule change to get rid of the 
pushing and they haven't done it. So are they really trying? They really want the, what? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freaking Nick Bromberg. He like I like that he gets you going. Yeah. It's like it's, it's like having a satellite version of me out there. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can tolerate you though. <laughs> I mean, if Alex Bowman's not complaining about it, right? What are you exactly. Do? <laughs> exactly. Um, maybe if it was a different manufacturer, they might have been, but. Fox had some new toys to play with for the Daytona 500 this year and, and a returning one. The, the gyro cam made its return um, to the to the uh, excitement of no one, because who gives a crap about the gyro cam? Um, but the, I will say, James, the uh, the Telestrator stuff they had, the 3D Telestrating that they they pulled from the NFL where the cars lit up. That was kind of cool. I, yeah, I that's it was good. neat. It was it was good yep. to see some of that technology make its way in uh, in a NASCAR. But. Yep. I think Fox was adequate for this. Um, I think they did okay. Yeah, and I thought Kevin Harvick was good, not yeah. great, but but good. Like Harvick, you could good, tell like, I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off tonight. No, you okay. can it's tell okay. that Harvick is I mean, Harvick's been in the booth for races, but he's been in the booth for Xfinity races, and you can tell you could tell in the duels. He got lost in the duels. He got overwhelmed yeah. in the duels. And he'll get there. He'll, he'll It'll come around and it won't be quite yeah. as amazing to him anymore. But he's seeing this stuff for the first time. He's not seen these races yep. from the tower like this. So exactly. Yeah. And uh, he's calmed Boyer down. Yeah. Which is a good thing. <laughs> Boyer's doing thing. Boyer's doing a little bit less Tony Romo, you know, where he's Jim. Yeah. Look at that play. Look at that play there, Jim. <laughs> like that's a little, little bit less of that from Boyer. Yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah, no, I think Harvick's been good. Mike Joy was was kind of feisty. Yeah. Um, he's still feisty. I will uh, say I, there were times last season when Mike Joy worried me because he was he seemed like he was struggling a little bit, but he was on it this weekend. Yeah, he was there. He was good. Yeah. He was really good. Yep. Yep. He was what so, you'd want out of a Daytona 500. Um, yep. Lead announcer. So I think he did. Yep. good. I hate that. Uh, I hate that uh, Larry Mack was back in Charlotte. Yeah. For the. I don't know why can't Larry Mack be on site. I feel like he'd be, but maybe he doesn't want to be, and that's fine. He's, he does. He's, he does. He does want to be. Okay. He's well, said there it before. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he's got to be back at Charlotte. I know they're. I know a lot of the stuff is going to be housed in Charlotte with the with the uh, studio, new studios and stuff that they're building. But I, I don't know. Yeah, like but he's Mack at the Fox and, Studios, not NASCAR Studios. So I, right. I, don't I know. know. Yeah. yeah. I got a feeling it's all going to be in one place at some point. Probably. Nah, they just yeah. they, they need to justify the cost of that room they built them. So. Oh yeah. Yep. Gotta have them there. Yep. Just just like the reason all of us are going back to work in the office right now. You gotta justify the cost of those buildings. That's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. So James, yep. it's, it's Daytona five hundred, it's a crapshoot, but what stood out to you in this one? Anybody you wanna single out that you were impressed with their performance? Anybody you wanna throw under the bus in this race? <laughs> well, um I was impressed by a lot of things. Um I mean David Reagan was hovering around like he was threatening yeah there for a while I, I didn't want to say how great of a job he did but he did he was he doing really, really good <laughs> yeah he was doing really good um i mean logano dominated and we, we didn't talk about that but uh logano looked like he had the car to beat yeah. and then um of course it was bowman and byron who were kind of involved in the big wreck that wiped out him and brad i mean the, the big one right the the one that took out any uh, possible contender and, and that hurt I mean, that hurts watching those guys who want this so badly, not able to get it, you know, um, Brad, I mean, Brad was there again. Yeah. Um, he was, he was 
you know, he was punting people. <laughs> well, that's time. what I was going to say that Brad was up to his old antics of people spinning off yeah. of Brad's front bumper, whether, whether Brad caused the wreck or not, yeah. they were still spinning off of his front bumper starting on there. Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Starting on Thursday, kept it going through, through Monday. Uh, I, to, he, to the point where I was wondering if the, if the Ford, the, the new Ford nose and the Chevy bumper didn't match up very well. No, I was like, just, Gosh, dang just that one on no. the six car. <laughs> no, I know that's where I, that's, that's kind of where I landed after the race was kind of coming to a, to a conclusion. I'm like, well, I mean, he made it through the rest of the race without any problems. So I guess it's not, uh, I guess it's not that big of a deal, but, um, you mentioned yeah, Corey I mean, LaJoy, Corey LaJoy with a fourth place yeah. finish in the Daytona 500, yeah. another strong performance for him, but he actually gets to finish for once. Yeah. He was there. Yeah. Um, things play out differently. If, if, uh, if Ross doesn't make his move, I don't know if Corey wins the race, but he, he, I mean, Christopher Bell sneaking around. Yeah. Um, yeah, those guys, yeah, how about were, that guy? Guys He's not there. a, not a super speedway racer, but he wins a duel and finishes yep. in third. <laughs> yep. Really good. Um, in the top 10 was great. Almendinger, Nemechek, and then you've got Jones and Gregson. I mean, that's a, yeah. uh, and Briscoe too. Um, that's a good top 10. Bubba Wallace Pretty, quietly yeah. sneaks there into a top five as well. Fifth place. Yeah. And him. he, he had, so they messed up his pit stop. Did you catch this? Mm-mm. They messed up his last pit stop and didn't get enough fuel in the car. Oh yeah, I did. That's right. And then the big one happens and he's kind of in it, but he, he gets through it. I mean, everybody was kind of in that one. I right. mean, Chase Chase Elliott for another one who I don't know how he got through there, right. um, but Bubba gets out of it and they you know gas him back up and and there he goes man gets a fifth top five another top five in the Daytona 500, um man he he keeps he keeps uh, trying I mean he's he's been close here a few times now, so add that one to his list. We uh we we commented on a couple drivers we thought were on the hot seat uh the beginning of the season. Uh, Harrison Burton, one of them, 39th place finish, involved in the first wreck, only made five laps in this race. Um, the other one, Daniel Suarez, he made 191 laps, but ends up 34th. He was um, good. Yeah, he, he was, was good, he was good he in was... this one. He was up front. Austin Sindrick ran well, uh, despite a 22nd place finish for him. He ran 199 laps, so made it almost to the end. Poor um, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, Jimmy. He made, uh, poor Jimmy. He had a great Thursday night. That was so much fun. Uh, the Creed meme. I mean, it was, the whole thing was great. And then he what made it twelve laps before getting involved in the first wreck and Jimmy, never really recovered. Jimmy made Haley Deegan look a lot better in the Xfinity race because his <laughs> wreck was kind of just like hers. Like, yeah, he kind of just wanted to be involved. <laughs> so young back yeah. there and just like, yeah. yeah, let's get involved. So. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess he got seat time for his his other races for the yeah. rest of the year. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> was, yeah. The car looked good. good. He he got to wear Richard's hat during the anthem and pre race. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah. It's always I'm never gonna listen, man. Jimmy's legacy is is set in stone. Yeah. I, come on, come hang out with this man. Yeah, we that can... th- Thursday was fun, man. I was rooting for him so hard. I was like, come on, Jimmy. Yeah, there's you can make it. There will be no no picking on Jimmy for me. I, I'm. He, he can do whatever he wants to do. He is, his, he's, he's, he's free to do what he wants. You know, his move on Thursday where he, he, he was extremely patient. It kind of is the reverse Ross. Yeah. He let that thing come to him and he was sweating it, but he lived to fight it off of turn four, right? Yeah, JJ he, made the mistake. Yeah. Jimmy just ran his line and JJ made the mistake. He and you know Jimmy could have when Ross backed up to him. Jimmy could if Jimmy lets off there and and bogs down, he doesn't get to JJ. Um, but he 
kind of had faith that he was going to be able to run right up to him, and he just held on. It was awesome. I thought that that was probably my favorite part of the duels was watching Jimmy fight to try to try to get into this race. That was great. Yeah. Uh, William Byron is the uh, it's his eleventh victory in two hundred seventeen NASCAR Cup Series races. Um, second victory and fourth top ten finish in thirteen races at Daytona International Speedway for William Byron. It is the this is the second straight season Daytona 500 produced uh, 40 or more lead changes. Uh, had 52 last year and uh, 41 this year. Um, 20 or more leaders. Uh, last year had 21 different leaders. This year had 20 different leaders. So uh, NASCAR likes those stats, right? Yes, they do. <laughs> uh, anything else with the 500 before we move on to the other lesser, and I mean lesser this weekend yeah. series? Yeah, well, this was, uh, I know we had a, a lot of rain, um, but I'm, you know, I love Monday racing, but the Daytona 500 just needs to be on Sunday. But I was really, I mean, it it didn't take anything away from me that it was on a Monday, even though it was a little, it, it does seem a little strange, but it was still, still the Daytona 500. Thank you to The Rock by the way, you just stole my shout out for later. Oh, I did. <laughs> it's okay. Well, it's okay. I, I got another one. So that's okay. I was going to say, you're, I think you were going to, I thought you were going to steal my shout out. Um, but I, you know, he stuck around when he didn't have to and did a lot yeah. of pub. Yeah. He did uh, a lot of social media. He looked like he wanted to be there. Yeah. He, and, he, and his and he driver really, start your engines was excellent too. He, I know he's corny at, at times, but he, he nailed it, man. He hung out, he stuck around, he delivered. Um, so I, I you know, I appreciate that he did that. He yeah. didn't have to. That was yeah. Awesome. How many times does the does the honorary starter all um, the time? They never the stay time. for the for the rain out. They always leave. Never. They never stay. And for for whatever reason, the Rock. You know, I know he's he's got a lot going on. I mean, no, I I swear he's to God, he's pushing the UFL pretty hard. But hey, whatever, man. And WrestleMania, he's yeah. in that too. He's yeah, but yeah, I I swear to God, there's three ver there's three clones of him. <laughs> as much as he's there's a few guys that are like that. I think Travis Pastrana's got a got a double somewhere. Yeah. Like there's a handful of guys. So I'm like, you're there. You're uh, right. you were just here. What are you doing there? He's one of those guys. Yeah. He, he did, that was cool. He did well. He did well. Well, there's another shout out we can do later. I have a feeling you're going to come. You're going to come and take it. So I'll let you take mine later if okay. that, if you want. Sounds no good. problem. I, I, have, I got a really good feeling about it. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see where we go when we get we'll there. See. I don't know. Um, All, right. All right. The uh, NASCAR Xfinity Series was the uh, the um, closer this weekend uh, due to the oh, rain. God. Um, oh, God. Austin Hill gets himself a win. Third February Daytona win in a row. Uh, for Austin Hill, is Austin Hill the new uh, Xfinity King of Super Speedways, James? Oh, he's he's been he's been the king. That's Not only do you does. factor that, and you factor in the Atlanta wins as well. And this guy, man, I gotta yeah, he's. I mean, he's just pencil him in. Dude's gonna do it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, he I just, mean, I don't know how he does. I don't know how he's just there. How is he always there? I don't know. Something about him rubs me the wrong way, but damn, is he good at super speedways? <laughs> yeah, and maybe, you yeah. know, I think a lot of what rubs me the wrong way with him was the, the situation with Sheldon Creed last year. And of oh, course, oh, Sheldon, yeah. Sheldon yeah. comes out. I, w I was waiting for Sheldon to get to his back bumper, but couldn't do it. Um, Sheldon gets another second place finish in the NASCAR Xfinity series. So I was, I couldn't remember the number, Eric. Yeah. So Austin Hill, this is the third one in a row. Mm -hmm. Next year, there's big time pressure. He's got to come back and do it one more time. Okay. 
2008 Xfinity series, probably the nationwide series back then. Winner, Tony Stewart. 2009, Tony Stewart. 2010, Tony Stewart. 2011, Tony Stewart. There you go. So we got to have, he's got to go for the four. Yeah. How many does does Dale Earnhardt or Dale Jr. have? Multiples Dale Jr., in a row I'm looking like at. Dale Jr. won in 2002, 2003, 2004. So, yeah, between Dale Jr. and Tony Stewart, there was almost a decade of nobody else. And and Earnhardt Sr. won several of them as well, but I don't know if he did them back to back. Tony would have had – so Tony had four in a row, and he would have had – if not for Kevin Harvick, he would have had seven. Because <laughs> he won he won in 05 and 06. Harvick wins 07. And then Tony Stewart rips off four in a row. And then Tony wins in 13. So, yeah, he dominated the Xfinity Series for a long time. Dale Earnhardt. Um, well, here we go. Dale Earnhardt, 1990, 91, 92, 93, 94. So there's five. Yeah. <laughs> so Austin Hill's going to have to keep doing this uh, for a while. Right. I knew Earnhardt won a race? lot of them because Earnhardt used to win everything at Daytona except the 500. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Earnhardt, I think it's Earnhardt and then Stewart when you combine like every win. It's like, what is Earnhardt in the 30s and Tony's in the low 20s between the two of them? They've got a ton. Yeah. And they, and a lot of them are these Xfinity Series races and then the duels and then the shootout. But um, yeah, they only used to run. I'm looking at I had to look. I had to look at this. Uh, because they only used to run Xfinity series in, in, uh, in February. So for a long time, there was no other option. Right. Um, yeah. Dale Earnhardt was ripping him off. Um, Dale jr. Man. Yeah. He had a good run at it. Dale jr. Almost won four in a row. If you count, uh, the summertime. So yeah, Austin Hill, that's good company, man. If you're in, if the names we're talking here is Tony Stewart and Dale Earnhardt and Dale Earnhardt jr. I think you're doing something right. Yeah. So yeah. Give him the crown, crown him. He's the king right now. <laughs> Give him the give him the Rocks championship belt. There you go. Um, we already talked about the finish and the fact they let it play out, so we don't need to get back into that. Uh, Parker Retzloff finishes third in this one. Um, Jordan Anderson fourth place finish. The boss man running the car this year, this weekend. He um, had two cars in the top four. Yeah, he was racing for Parker was racing for him. Yeah, so that's cool. That was uh, that was a good run for both both of those guys. Um, we had uh, we got to. Uh, get the new the new love affair with adam alexander and jesse love uh during this race <laughs> um jesse unfortunately ended up in a wreck uh where the heck did jesse end up jesse love he was there he is 20th oh gosh, 20th yeah. place finish yep. so not terrible let led 34 laps on the day lead lap lead lap yeah 34 good laps run. on the day yep. so most laps led um good run for him uh yes, let's see who else who else Eric, uh, if you don't if you don't say it, I will. What's that? There's a there's someone who led laps in this race. Well, I was gonna get there. I was gonna get there. But okay. first, we also right. we also got to see uh, it, it was the Xfinity debut, right? For Shane Van Giesbergen. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I think it was his Xfinity. He had to run Arca. To... <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna do that one. I know. That I saved one. that one for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he didn't know what to think after that was over. No, um, neither did Michael Waltrip. Shane Van Giesbergen. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> but yes, yeah. James, I, I buried keep that one on the board. Oh, it's on, on the board. board. It's it's permanent. Uh, yeah, that's good. So I uh, I did bury the lead though. I, unfortunately, I buried the lead. So let me let me give praise where it's due, James. You're gonna have to eat crow. You're gonna have to eat some crow here. I History think. was made this weekend at Daytona. <laughs> Natalie Decker led seven laps in a NASCAR race. 
and finished on the lead lap. Seven laps, and she didn't wreck. She beat some names. She Yeah, she did. Now, I'm giving I, her crap, but I believe third driver to lead laps, for, third female driver to lead laps in the Xfinity Series. Not since 2013, Danica Patrick. Yep. and, and uh, so It's been a minute. Yeah, so I, think, I believe she's the third. Yep. Um, yes, the circumstances were stretching fuel and whatever, but I will eat crow when it it's due and say good on Natalie Decker for leading laps, getting her name out there, getting her sponsor's name out there. She looked a little smug in her interviews after the race, but I guess she did. She was excited. Yep. So I can't put too much on her. Well, you can't lead laps at Daytona from the go-kart track. That's for that's sure. That's true. That's true. So yeah. I, I was, I didn't know what to think of that whole situation, but I had to, I made to make sure I brought it up on the, on the pod. So I, I tweeted out that Natalie Decker was leading the Xfinity race. What a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> see you do love nick bromberg yeah i know oh, i know I, I did steal that a little bit from him didn't i yeah you did eric uh one more name just for fun yeah uh malcolm he started this race yeah didn't i forgot, make it very I forgot far. he was even in this thing frankie munez p33 damaged vehicle policy so he got caught up um but yeah frankie frankie was in it yeah and he'll be in a few others so he's gonna be around this year Xfinity series. I am a little disappointed that I did finish, fin mention the second place uh, finisher and I didn't have uh, Vince Welch do it. So Shelvin Creed finished second. Thank you. I um, appreciate it. Is that unsponsored Joe Gibbs uh, Toyota? Right, right. Um, yeah, it's funny that all my audio clips of people saying drivers' names are Xfinity names, but anyway, that's 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 well. I mean, I mean that I one's a that's truck. That's truck series. That that's that's way true. Back. That is true. And I do have I do have one cup driver. KFB. So. There you go. Yep. Yep. Never leave that. We can't lose that one either. Can't lose that one. <laughs> I'm sure I could pull a few out of the Netflix documentary as well. Um, oh yeah. Cup drivers, yeah. Booty, so. booty Barker. I'm sure Booty Barker would give us some some content there yes. too. Oh man, Booty was the star of that series. Booty's yeah, he was. Booty's so great. I love Booty. I guess I lied to your ass. <laughs> I still have to watch yeah, the last episode. I haven't watched. I've not watched the last one. All right. All right. Well, you let me know when you're done. I mean, I know how it's going to end, James. So you can spoil it, but. <laughs> oh, you did. You didn't know, <laughs> right? You didn't watch Phoenix, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anything else with the Xfinity series? I mean, oh, we this race it wasn't it wasn't great, but it wasn't the disaster that the other two that we're going to talk about hopefully very quickly were. We we got to rip through these next ones. Um, yeah, we're going to rip through them pretty quick because they took but, forever on Friday. Man, yeah, we got to do the opposite of what actually happened. Um, no, I mean, it was uh, kudos to some of the guys who had to run all all uh, <laughs> all these laps, all 800 miles. Um, yeah. Yeah. James, sheesh. do you know who the highest finishing rookie in the race was? In the Xfinity series? Yeah. Shane Van Giesbergen. <laughs> Say play that as many times as I can. I love that. I didn't think about it. I just walked right into the it. The best Damn part it. is, is that he said it like three times in a row, right? And he said it the same way every time. He's Come never going to get it. Come on, Mikey. He's never gonna get it. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. That's all right. I can wait until uh, Junior's on, and I'll have a new couple new audio clips from him at the end of the season. So. Yeah. He'll. Yeah. He'll. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. I mean, I do. I do have the old. Uh, the old Junior. So. But <laughs> yeah. all right, that one's getting old now. I know it's getting really old. We don't even do anymore. I mean, yeah, no, we can't can't do it anymore. Hard, hard to do it with this car. Yeah. So anyway, 
Jeez. Uh, yeah, James, there were two other races this this weekend. Um, should we just leave it at that? <laughs> we could. They, I mean, Congrats they really weren't Nick. races. They were mostly caution flag uh, parade laps. Congratulations to Nick Sanchez and Gus Dean. Yeah, Nick Sanchez there gets his very first win in the NASCAR uh, Craftsman Truck Series. Uh, leads 26 laps. Let's see here, um, James. It was uh, that race. We had 12 caution flags for 52 laps in a 101 lap race. The top the the. So just so just to give you a reference of how much caution there was, the pole was set at 178.7 <laughs> miles per hour. The uh, average speed of this race was 98. That's a lot of caution. Yeah. That's a lot of caution. The Daytona oh, 500 took three hours, 10 minutes and 52 seconds to complete. The truck series took two hours, 33 minutes and eight seconds to run half the laps. Yeah. Ridiculous. Oh my God. It was, um, a, it was a, sh Ugh. and then who, um, Taylor gray. I mean, that was spectacular. Yeah. That wreck, that wreck was wild. Um, that looked like Tony Stewart. No one going up and over. Yeah. Um, gosh, dang it, dude. They tore up a lot of crap. Yeah, they did. They did. The owners can't. Didn't Kyle Busch have a shirt that said the most yes. expensive day of the year? Yeah. Yes, that, I saw it circulating good. social media again. This oh, week. good. Okay. All right. Well, as long as that's still around, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so true. Good Lord. Um, then the Arca race was run after that uh, decision made to run Friday night instead of Saturday. Uh, another good decision by NASCAR and Fox for doing this, uh, moving the race up. Uh, certainly saved us the hassle of having to sit through this on Monday night. Um, I, at first I thought maybe these guys would actually show the truck drivers how to do it because the last few ARCA races have been pretty decent. Uh, but then they, la they wrecked half the field on lap four and that was the end of that. Um, ten, 10 cars running on the lead lap at the end of the race. Incredible. Uh, Tony Breidinger, I think probably had the most noteworthy, uh, stuff. She was involved in that lap two or lap four rack had some really harsh words for her teammate. Um, I mean, it's, it's not quite the same because you know, half the field are Venturini cars, but this is not the first time we've had Venturini, Venturini drivers upset with each other. Um, I don't know what their, I don't know what their formula is over there, but they got to get their crap together. Um, you're going to own half the field. You got to get your drivers to not continue to bash each other on on the mic after the wreck jeez um these, <laughs> these cars ran 84 laps and 49 of them were under caution yeah man alive and this was when i learned in this in this very race that there is a tim richmond yeah out there oh yeah i, 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 I learned that last year i know and i i was like i i perked up <laughs> and now we i need i need this man to do a group photo <laughs> at some point and keep the legend alive that's all i'm gonna say if you know that joke i hope you liked it in case you <laughs> yeah right in case you missed jamie little mentioning it on the on the uh on the broadcast he's not related to the the well-known tim richmond um no relation whatsoever but well, he uh, carries but yeah, the name tim richmond carries the name yep <laughs> it's great Yep. Isn't he driving a 25 that. car too? 27. 27. But okay. the, the, the OG Tim Richmond did run a 27 yeah. there for a little while. There so, you go. Yeah. I think that was the old Milwaukee car, if I'm not mistaken. I believe you are correct. Way, way back in the time machine, before my time. That's way before my time. I believe you are correct. 
Um, um Eric, yeah. we, we we can't we can't leave this race without mentioning the greatest quote. Andy <laughs> Jankowiak, is that how you say it? I think Andy that's Jankowiak? correct. Yes. Um I'm not lifting until I see God or the checkered flag. Yes. Unbelievable. And he held true by ending up underneath another car. He he saw God. <laughs> it was God. The answer was God. Yeah. He saw God. Yeah. <laughs> he did make it all the laps, but he saw God. <laughs> what a what a cluster. Thank God nobody got hurt. That's that's all I can say about these two that's races. You know, there's people who only watch one Arca race a year, and boy, were they in for a treat. Yeah. When they watch this one. Well, thank Holy God it ended at 2 o'clock in the morning, so most of them weren't watching still. If we didn't have Arca at Daytona and Talladega, we, this sport would be too safe. That's, that's so, for sure. So let's talk about it, James, because Bubba Wallace posted on Twitter. He had a long rant on Twitter. Um, a lot of spare time this weekend with the rain delays. Uh, but he said the drivers in the lower series have lost. This is paraphrasing, but they have less respect because there aren't cup guys in the field anymore. Back when there were cup guys in the fields, you know, Kevin Harvick or Kyle Busch would pull you aside and say, knock it off. Stop doing that crap. Stop wrecking my stuff. Now those guys aren't there. These kids are not used to racing at this level. They don't have anybody to put them in their place. It's the fault of NASCAR for not allowing cup drivers in the field. What do you think? Ugh. It feels like it might. He might be onto something. Um, I mean, I don't want to see. I, I will say that again, and I, I really was against limiting cup drivers in these series. But I, I think I've said a couple times, few times on this podcast that in the end, it has created a better breeding ground for these guys because they're, yeah. they, they have names before they get to cup. And we see the, we cheer for these guys on Friday and Saturday when we wouldn't have known their names when Kyle Busch was dominating the truck series. But he's probably not wrong either. Well, when, let me ask you that. Let me ask it this way. If Ross, when Ross was really going through it, you yeah. know, a couple seasons ago when he was really going through it, you know, was anybody really pulling him aside or, you know what I mean? Like in the cup series, like people were saying things, but they weren't pulling him aside. They're using their dang microphones. It's not. Yeah. They all tweet it now. They all tweet it or they get on. Denny gets on his podcast and does his thing <laughs> and, and self-serves. And speaking of which, own. Bubba was on door bumper clear today. So I saw that he was on. Yeah. And Den, Denny was Denny got his social clips out, too. So, yeah, they're they're out and about. <laughs> I, there's no there's no pulling guys aside anymore. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. I think. So you think problem, it's, it's not it's not a lack of cup drivers. It's a lack of people playing that role in general. Yeah, there's I I. I I also believe there's a lack of skill that's gone on. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of young, there's a lot of young fellas coming through here. I think it's and more along the lines of these guys didn't, they, they don't work on their cars anymore. They don't build their own well, cars. They drive for somebody else. I mean, I sit here and I watch the, you know, I watch the, the lower, these lower series on Friday and Saturday nights around Michigan. And, and these kids are driving cars that, aren't even owned by their parents in a lot of instances. They're driving cars for other owners. And so they're not, they're not feeling the hit in the pocketbook every time they wreck. Yeah. They're not, they're not scared of anything yeah, either. That like too. That. I mean, they, they just take huge hits all the time. Well, that's, so. that's like hockey. Like back when they didn't wear helmets, you didn't see very many people taking sticks to the head because you knew better right. than to hit somebody with your stick. But now that everybody's yeah. got helmets and all this gear, they they don't worry about it as much because hey, it's not going to hurt them. Well, I was, you know, I said I, I 
this is not very PC of me to say, but send them send them up. Oh, no. so the, I deleted the bleep button off of this yeah, don't board. Get, Should I put it back on before you nah, say No, I'm I'm not gonna swear. I'm not gonna swear. I'm just gonna I would just like to say send them out there without seatbelts on once and see yeah. how they drive. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean just, uh, that's an extreme example, but seriously, these guys they they feel pretty invincible. Um so there's no solution? I mean that that's what we've I, come down to. These are just gonna be demolition derbies from now on. Because it, I mean, it was one can... thing when it was just the super speedways that were like this, but the truck series has proven that it's not just a super speedway. It's a it's a bit of a joke. We need to have we do need some sort of I think we need some sort of we need some sort of penalty structure, some some sort of rule to help curve curve it a little bit in the other direction. You can't just let them they they've proven that the Wild West doesn't work. Boys have at it and whatever the heck they've got going on. Like that's not that's not getting the job done. Or do we just so. say this is Friday and whatever happens on Friday happens on Friday and we'll just enjoy Sunday. I guess. I mean, that's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the chaos, but Friday, I had enough of it Friday. Yeah. Well, I told you I didn't even, I said I made a mental health decision and didn't, <laughs> didn't even turn it on. So I guess it's a I'll, lot easier I, for I'll, me when I watch them delayed and I can skip through the red flags. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, Watching lives horrid. Yeah, yeah. Especially on the super speedways. Yep. <sighs> yep. All right. Well, there's Daytona. Daytona's in the rear view mirror. We don't have to worry about super speedway racing until, Oh wait, that's right. This weekend. <laughs> yes. We <go laughs> thank to you. The, we... Thank you. NASCAR schedulers for giving us Atlanta in week two. Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, uh, before we get to that, the only real news item I found James is there was some discussion with the, uh, regarding the um, negotiation between the teams and NASCAR over the charter agreements and, and all that uh, this yeah. week. Uh, NASCAR owners uh, apparently told the AP that they have hired the top antitrust lawyer in the country uh, to help with negotiations. Uh, Adam Stern reports that the race team Alliance invited NASCAR to a meeting this weekend and NASCAR said, no, it prefers to negotiate individually with the teams that is, as it has been doing. Uh, Stern also pointed out that the negotiating team, this is per AP via Stern, um, mm -hmm. that the negotiating team said there's been no discussion of creating a breakaway league, not sanctioned by NASCAR. And there's no current consideration of staging races and non NASCAR, yep. NASCAR facilities without NASCAR governance. Yep. Um, this thing's, how ugly is this going to get, James? I mean, it expires um, at the end of this season, right? We got to get something together. And if, if this isn't settled, if this isn't settled by the time we go to Chicago, that's yeah. bad, right? It's here's the thing I, I think is going to happen. I, there's a lot of money to be had. I think they'll figure it out. I, I, I'm optimistic they'll figure out. This is probably as close as we've come to. Um, you know how, I mean, Eric, split. you're, you're, well, you're a, you're a hockey fan, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you've lost seasons to, to strikes. Yep. I mean, this is, I, I don't think we're going to get to that point, but this is kind of in the neighborhood of that. Yeah. I don't think NASCAR's ever been in that kind of situation before. We've had drivers walk out and not race. Um, at Talladega is kind of the famous example. They didn't think it was safe and they left. Yeah. Uh, I don't, Bill France isn't around to pull the Xfinity field and run them in the cup race this, anymore though. So. Yeah, that won't, yep. uh, Didn't it? that won't work quite as well. Yeah. Didn't the king in his prime go drag racing too over some some of that kind of stuff? So, yeah, I mean, that that's... wasn't NASCAR so much. That was uh, yeah, uh, that was Dodge, I think, that mm -hmm. created that. 
fiasco. So, but. yeah, I mean, it's, but I, I mean, I think they'll get a deal done. It's just NASCAR loves to pocket the money. Mm-hmm. Um, they got to do a better job of dispersing it. And I also think the TV deal wasn't as big as they thought it was going to be. Um, Jeff Gordon said again that Rick Hendrick does not, has not made a profit on well, his NASCAR team in years. There's a reason Jeff Gordon's doing that publicly, though. Right. No, I know. I'm just, I'm, well, I'm not saying it because it's true. I'm saying it. I understand. I understand. So Gordon's argument is that the profit comes from all the other B2B stuff. Yes. My argument is, is that that B2B stuff isn't possible without NASCAR. So you're still making a profit from NASCAR. Yes. It just might not be coming in the money you're getting from NASCAR. Right. Um, It's part of it. Yeah. You know, it's tough because. Look, I, I see where the teams are coming from, but yeah. unlike the NFL or the MLB or you're not, we're not funding these multi-million dollar stadiums we race at with taxpayer funds either. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we are North Wilkesboro was revamped due to taxpayer funds, but you're not going to the town and having them pass millages to build a, a new stadium for your NASCAR race um, yep. like those. So, I mean. If you want to, if you ask me, the biggest racket in the world is the NFL and the, and what they do to bring it, keep a team in town and what they do to the local market and whatnot. Oh, it's yeah. And, it's and don't get close. me started on little Caesars arena down in Detroit. And oh, what they did at that yep, place and all the promises they made that they still haven't fulfilled um, uh-huh. to get that thing yep. built with tax. They get funds. that tax. Uh huh. Yep. You're, so, yep. I don't even want to get into it because it's. <laughs> I know. Been bothering me for years. Become a ten-hour-long podcast. Yeah, it's been bothering me for a long. So I get it too from NASCAR's point that they've got, they've got more responsibilities than the NFL does or or the NBA or the NHL. You know, so Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, the thing I guess the thing that bothers me the most is that we're talking about this. Like, yeah, it's this is something that should go on behind closed doors that we shouldn't worry about as fans. I mean, you and I don't. We don't cover the sport. We talk about the races every week. And the fact that we spent so much time discussing these agreements just shows how big of a deal this is because we shouldn't care. Yep. So, yep. I don't know. Yep. I'm with you. I think something gets resolved. I can't imagine we go to the end of the season without something getting resolved. But I also didn't think that Kyle Bush would ever leave Joe Gibbs racing. So who knows? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, let's let's give it another couple of months here. But yeah, it, it's kind of interesting that the that nascar just doesn't even want to like they're not they're not going to engage the rta at all um i think the the men in the room it's going to be the nascar the bigger the higher ups at nascar and it's going to be people like rick hendrick getting in there and and making it happen yeah um so the other thing is all these teams have big investors now and stuff too like it's it's not the old days you know it's it's not negotiating the way that it used to be negotiated but then again we're signing you know billion dollar tv deals too so i don't know i mean it's just and if you're if you're nascar you tell these guys well go ahead where are you gonna go right go do go do you're not gonna you're not gonna build an f1 car and go race f1 yeah i mean there's a stock of there's a stock of uh um srx cars sitting around they could run those on smi run srx yep you can't run arca because maybe that's why srx went under because SMI bought them out and they're going to, they're building cars for their new rival series. Maybe. Or Ray Everham's got the IROC series. There, there you go. go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. No. There's options out there. Yeah. I mean, it's that NASCAR, I mean, NASCAR really put their foot in on the negotiating deal when they bought ARCA. 
because yes. that was your best chance at starting a rival series because you're not going to start from scratch. I mean, I guess if you, if you could get the big names, if you could get, mm-hmm. I don't know, though, man, we don't, we just, yes, we've got star power, but we don't have the star power. Like, like back in the day, no. if you, if you could have gotten Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt to go run a rival series, you could have yep. started a series and been successful. Yes. You could have done it with one of them, but you can't, yep. there's who are you going to do that with now? You can get Kyle Busch to go over him. Nobody cares. Well, it's like, you know, there's a lot, a lot of times there's a good comparison with golf yeah. and golf. Golf does a lot of things kind of like NASCAR. Um, there was a time when Tiger Woods could have started his own thing, right? Yeah. And broke off from the PGA. He never did. Stuck with the PGA. And then Tiger Woods, of course, got older and broken. And um, up comes Live Golf with Saudi Arabia money. And now, you know, there's a it's a big old mess. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to see a big old mess like that. Well, and that's the thing. Like, no matter what happens, if there's a split of any sort, it's bad for the overall sport. Period. Yeah. It's There's yep. not going to be a better result. Look at IndyCar. IndyCar... Back when I started going to NASCAR races at Michigan International Speedway, the two NASCAR races did not put up numbers that the IndyCar race did. That's the right. The IndyCar yeah. race was the big weekend. They mm-hmm. split and IndyCar tanked and they're no longer at Michigan International Speedway. And they're not no longer at Michigan International Speedway because they went too fast because yeah. they're going to go race at Nashville, which they're going to go pretty damn fast. There. They race at Texas. They go fast there. They, yep. they're not there anymore because people didn't show up to the races and it was because yep. of that split. So, yep. There you go. Yep. Yep. Michigan 500 just couldn't uh, replace the Indy 500. Yep. Yeah. That was, that was the beginning of the end. They packed that place for that race. They wrecked on the cost on the parade lap. And that was the end of the split working. <laughs> yep. So exactly. But that was the downfall of cart that all started it. And it took many yep. years for them to resolve and come back together and look at where they're at. They're still struggling to get back yep. a fraction of what they had, except for one weekend a year in, in Indianapolis. So exactly. Exactly. <sighs> well, James, we go to Atlanta this weekend, uh, all three series in action. Um, I know. I, I don't know if Arca's in action. I don't count Arca usually no offense to Arca, but we don't have the, we don't have the means to cover Arca every week. We'll talk we don't about have the capacity. Weekend. Yeah. Um, obviously Daytona weekend, we'll discuss them a little bit. And if something big happens, we'll talk about them. But the main three series we focus on are the three NASCAR series, uh, NASCAR cup series in action on Sunday, 3 PM, the and better health 400 NASCAR Xfinity series and truck series run a double header on Saturday. The truck series kicks things off at 2 PM with the freight 208 and the Xfinity series, uh, at 5 PM with the Raptor King of tough 250. I've not looked at the weather forecast because I don't want to look at weather forecasts right now. So no. hopefully it's yeah. good this weekend at Atlanta and we can get some racing in on time. Um, yep. James, we get to make picks uh, for the Atlanta uh, cup race. Uh, any thoughts on who you expect to be out front in this one when all things are said and done? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I it's tough because we haven't gone speedway to speedway like this before. Right. And it's like, all right, do you go with the guys who were good in Daytona and just stick with it? Um, if that's the case, but then again, all their cars are wrecked. So I don't know. Um, I can tell you one to pick. I'm going to take, actually, I'm going to take Chris bell here. I'm going to take Chris bell. Yeah. Uh, I have other thoughts, but I think Corey LaJoy is a good pick here. He's yeah, there you go. Top yeah. five finish Daytona, really good at Atlanta. Atlanta's pretty much been his best shot at a win so far. He's come close 
just about every time we've run there. Shoot, so. Bubba Wallace too. You yeah. know, why not? Yeah, yeah. Those guys are going to be good. Um, I'm going all in on Corey LaJoy. I'm one pick this week, just Corey LaJoy. <laughs> and then the guy who won the 500. Oh yeah, he he's won Atlanta. Uh, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, he won. Yeah, but it was rain shortened. Yeah, but that was a hell of a race. You were there, man. That was yeah, a, I know. that was one of the best races of the year last year. And I, I'm not a huge fan of this Atlanta track, but that was fantastic racing. I so. poo-pooed it at the start of this podcast, but I love this Atlanta racetrack because I think this the current layout of this track right now still lends itself to it's a it's a good mix. It gives you that super speedway, but it gives you that mile and a half. Um I think it's the best of both worlds personally. And who knows how much it's changed. That's the yeah. one thing we got to, we got to keep an eye on this track as it evolves. Cause I think it's going to evolve fairly quickly. It will so evolve quickly, gonna... but it is going to be cooler um, yeah. in theory because it's early in the year. So that should help it race more like a super speedway. You would think. Yep. Um, yeah. So, yep. So we'll see. We shall see how, uh, how fantasy league go this week, James. Oh, I know it went God. really well for you because I know you were behind me last I checked. I lost points between yesterday and today. <laughs> Even better. Did I lose I points or am I, had... I still locked in in ninth place? Uh, no, you. Where did you go? No, you bumped up. Did I? Nice. Yeah. You went up to eight. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what happened. They must have changed the scoring or something. Um, so a couple of new players here. Jeff Gordon for GOAT comes in and takes the win. Hendrick Flair second and Mickey Elliott third. So I guess he, I guess you've got a Hendrick top three. Uh, Shut up, Roger messaged me about 30 minutes before the start of the race asking if we were doing a fantasy league again. And he finishes freaking fifth place. Yeah, well, our buddy Green Eggs and Hamlin was fourth. So, yeah, there's your there's your top five Uh, Ranger sixth. We got we have a few new players. Um, Looks like we got 18 people competing so far. We've got a couple couple that didn't get any picks in, but I'm going to give them a couple of weeks before I can come out. Um, Yeah, I had 91 and I'm at 84. Uh, me and our buddy Todd, seventeenth and eighteenth. <laughs> Holy smokes, we got crushed. Yeah, you went My, backwards because you weren't in the back when I checked. Well, I don't check live scoring anymore because it it doesn't do me any good. Um, but yeah, I had Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, Eric Jones. Austin Cindric, uh, Mike McDowell on my bench. Yeah, when when uh, Joey and Brad fell out with zero stage points, I was in big time trouble. Bubba saved so. me. I had Bubba. I I had Joey, Denny, and Brad. And then I had Chris oh, Buescher and Bubba Wallace. Oh, what a bad day that that one turned out to be. Kyle so Busch I, was I, on my bench, but I didn't. I wasn't watching live, so I couldn't swap him in. The Daytona 500 eludes me yet again. So. <laughs> Well, that's all right. I start at the bottom, just like uh, 2002 smoke. I'll start in the bottom, work my way back. There it's you okay. Go. Good Lord. What an ass kicking. I'm this damn fantasy ass. league. All right, there you go. This damn <laughs> fantasy league, man. And then NASCAR's app. Let me, I got a rant. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's, let's go, go for it. Yeah. So NASCAR's fantasy live app. They can't get the champion, right? We've got Blaney and a Toyota and the, and driving for Stuart Haas racing. And now you're, I typically, when we do this, I open up my phone and I can read the names of the teams. Well, they're all freaking cut off. So all I see is Jeff Gordo, <laughs> Hendrick, and Miska Moo as the top three. So I have to log into the dash to the dang desktop to make sure that I can see the, the dang name. I was so frustrated before we got started. I was actually razzled. I hope you didn't, I hope you didn't notice because I was, oh. Well, I noticed now because you said it. Oh, frustrated, man. I was. I was hot. 
here's a NASCAR here's, fantasy league. Here's James's Daytona 500 weekend. Stepped on my ding dong there. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. And I'm the champion in my other league. I think I finished last in that one too. Oh man, that big one really, that big one really took me out. Well, James, not good. Let me let me make you feel better. Uh, 62 and sunny on Saturday. 66 and partly sunny on Sunday. That's the forecast for Atlanta. Thank God. Yes. Yes. Things will, things can change though, <laughs> as we know. Well, yeah. NASCAR comes okay. to town, right? Yeah, I know. So far, we're two for two. Yeah. Yeah. Kidding. Win. <sighs> uh, checkered flags, James. Got any checkered flags? You want me to go first, just in case you steal mine? You go ahead and go because I think I know what you're going to take. I've got a backup, so go ahead. All right. So, uh, actually, I have two. Uh, no, I we already talked about NASCAR and gave them credit. So. Um, I was contacted on Twitter by Mike from Racecraft Dioramas, who oh, we talked about. We did? Yeah, we talked yeah, about. Yeah, uh, yeah, we talked about last. I think last week. Um, he's the one yeah, with the we North did. Wilkesboro replica, and he uh, reached out and said he heard the pod and, and thanked us for uh, for talking about it and uh, and all that. So very cool, Mike. Uh, thanks for listening, and um, always cool when we connect with people we talk about on here because. I don't figure anybody's listening, but somebody must have heard us <laughs> in this direction. So, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I uh, I saw that, and uh, I got a new follower, and and gave him a follow as well. So there we'll be go. we'll be checking in. So yeah, that's really cool. All right, so it's all you. Well, uh, I thought you were gonna take this one. I'll take it. Um, MRN has the coverage of the Daytona 500 on radio, and they let the retiring Doug Rice come in from PRN. And call some laps for the Daytona 500. That was I really that cool. Was really, really classy move as as Doug Race is on his retirement tour. Uh, obviously, PRN does not call the Daytona 500, but um, got to cross that item off the bucket list. In his last season, he got to call the Daytona 500 with the MRM boys. So kudos to the to everybody to make that happen. I love that. They're not competitors. They're just you know, they yeah. each got a branch of the season. So I love it. That's great. Yep, definitely. That's very, very cool. cool. Yeah, I saw that just before we started recording. That's and now I see why you thought I was going to go with that one. Yeah, that was. I cool. thought, yeah, yeah, I thought you were going to take that one. Yeah. But no, that was good. I thought that was cool. Very cool. Uh, how about black flags? Any black flags this week? I mean, there's plenty of options. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch. Um, you know, I'll take one just off of the off of the teardown. I thought Jordan took it easy on Jeff. Yeah, because I thought Jeff looked pretty good. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and you know, it's funny because, like. I mean, he, and I tweeted this, that Jordan could have really went wild. And he really could have. I have seen, I've seen Jordan at the track many times, and that looked exactly like something Jordan Bianchi would wear at the track. It, was, it did. Yeah, he, he was nice to him. I thought, I thought Jeff pulled it off. I was yeah. like, dang, man, he, he looks pretty, uh, pretty snazzy. And he made some content out of it. And, um, yeah, it was all good things, man. Yep. I just wish he would have embarrassed him a little bit more, but I guess Jeff was embarrassed enough. Yeah. So no, I, I mission, cool. mission accomplished. That is cool. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Kind of a black flag, but more in a funny way. I enjoyed that. James, you know where I'm going, right? I think so. Let's see. <sighs> Freaking Andrew Petrie. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> oh my gosh. So listen, and I, I thought about this so much today. Andy Petrie in the booth in the Xfinity series race, obviously right. works with Richard Childress racing. The the gloating and cheering that he did at the end of the Xfinity race. And, he, you know, he started it early because I went back when I was looking for when I was looking for the clips of, uh, you know, of Jane Van Giesbergen, that type of stuff uh, in the Xfinity <laughs> broadcast. 
I, I heard him made the, make the comment that I'm not going to give too much away, but that's kind of the strategy. So, like, I, I Andrew's been in the booth many times, and I've never heard him so openly, like, just root for his team. And, like, oh my God, take a page from Dale Jr., who won, won't even sit in the booth in a lot of the playoff races, especially the final playoff race, because he doesn't want to influence things or come across that way. But even when he does, he he's harder on his team than anybody else. He doesn't sit there and cheerlead. And yes, we've had this in history. We've, I mean, famous, the, the, the Michael Waltrip Daytona 500, Daryl calling his brother, the line, we had the two uh, Ned Jarrett calls for Dale Jarrett win the Daytona 500. And, and I get it, but those are family members. You know, this is, (laughs) he's, part of the team and i get that he's been a part of the team forever but for god's sakes he's it's not like it's your kid it's he's your driver like who, jeff gordon didn't do this when jeff gordon was in the booth and andy peach has been doing it for a long time too and, and i've he's never heard team, yeah. him do this like this it was uh, really he's bad. got a, he's got the vendetta uh that he's he didn't like he didn't like how he was portrayed at the end of the last season so yeah yeah I just had a real problem with it and I, I didn't like it. And it's I'm not usually not one. I don't really expect these guys to be super unbiased in the booth, but it was just too much. Shut yeah. his mic off for God's sakes, Fox. Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of surprising to see all that. And then Matthew Diller, you know, he was, he was, oh, yeah. I, I said that. I said that. Back. Yeah. I sent that to you. So I'm not just very to... high on Matthew Dillner either. So that's, that's fine. <laughs> Perfect company there. Up. Perfect company. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, anything to get you, anything to get you riled up, man. This is always good by me. So yeah, I there I I went on um I went on Facebook that night and somebody posted on in Jeff Gluck's Facebook group. It was just F but spelled out F Andy Petrie and I just replied Wow Yes <laughs> Thank you <laughs> Somebody had to do it Yeah So. <sighs> It was nice to see other people were annoyed by it. And there were several, there were several tweets about it as well. So um, yeah, that's I cool. guess I'm justified in my bitching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always. You're all, you always are, man. Yeah. I can't Especially pick on, come I, out here. I can't pick on Natalie show. Decker this week. She finished a damn race. So I got to go after somebody. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. This is your show. I'll have more opportunities for Natalie. It's coming. <laughs> you know, what's going to happen. I'm going to, I'm going to end up becoming a fan of hers. Like, Back when Sports Center used to make fun of Dick Trickle because of his name. Oh my god. It's gonna be like that. That I'm gonna be following her career extra close just because of this. I sent you the picture of that hat, did I not? Was that not the greatest hat you ever seen? That the was, Dick Trickle hat? That was a good picture. That was a good hat. Yeah. Oh man, I should have bought it. I didn't buy it. I should have bought it. That was good stuff. Good stuff. Man. <laughs> Holy cow. On that note, James, where can people find you on social media if they want to hit you up during the week? At James Cush on X. No, it's Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, I know. I gave up. I, I give up. I've never typed x.com. I always type in twitter.com. I do I used too. to use the app, but Elon screwed the apps up so bad that I now go to the freaking website. It's bad. <sighs> anyway, uh you can find the whole me. Thing's bad. You can find me at T Super Speedway. Uh best bet to tweet me or follow me after Xfinity races when I'm watching live, obviously. Um Facebook, uh Facebook.com slash the super speedway. Our website is thesuperspeedway.com. You can find the podcast on there, uh, old episodes, links to articles, all that stuff. Uh, the podcast is an Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor. 
Um, it's on all of those the next day. Sometimes it hits Apple Podcasts that night. You never know. Uh, subscribe for new episodes each week. And if you go to anchor.fm slash the super speedway, you can leave us an audio message. We might just play it on the show. Uh, give us a shout. Tell us what you think of the show. Uh, do some bragging about your fantasy results. Whatever you want to do, uh, hit us up there. Anchor.fm slash the super speedway. Atlanta Motor Speedway is coming up this weekend. Daytona is in the rearview mirror. We are in the NASCAR season now, finally, for 2024. We'll be back next week to break it all down and get things ready for the following weekend. Until then, everybody, let's go racing. (laughs) 